everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio for our 100th episode. I'm here with David Peniel. That's right. I'm here. <laughs> These are... <laughs> we, we got we, him for real this we time. We actually got him from Party, Party City? <laughs> yeah. Commercial for Party City. Yeah. I guess it's a tradition now, Emma. I'm here for every 100th episode That's each right. year. Each year, we have been on the journey for 100 days, and we are in numbers 23 in the year 2023. Wow. It's fitting. Big deal. Well, can we just jump right in? Let's do it. Like, I feel like there's so much Take in it away. this chapter and a half. It's yeah. one of those weird readings where it's numbers 23 and then a little bit in to 24. Um, right. But I, I just want to just start rolling because it's good stuff we got today. Okay? Do it. Do it. You All got right, it. Great. So here's where we're at in numbers just to set the stage. God's people are moving out of Egypt through the wilderness into the promised land. And they're a big group of people. And so the natives in all these areas that they're traveling through are rightly intimidated. Like, what are these people going to do? Are they going to take us over? And so right now they're up against this group called the Moabites. So the Moabites, they're intimidated by God's people moving through their land. And the leader of the Moabites is Balak. And so Balak decides, we got to conquer these people. That's right. We got to put them down. This is bad news. Mm-hmm. And, and back in that day, the way this started was you found a diviner, like a religious, quote unquote, prophet of the day, sure. whatever they were. And you said, all right, before we go to battle with these people and try to conquer them, we got to curse them mm-hmm. and make sure the gods are on our side. And so Balak hires Balaam, who we heard about yesterday with the donkey, an incredible story. Totally. We won't go into all that. But here's the objective. We got to curse these people, then we got to conquer them. Mm-hmm. Side note, just to lay the groundwork, all right? Emma, let me ask you, doesn't it sometimes feel like today Christianity is under attack? Oh, totally. I mean, on my Instagram, which I use social media to teach people about the Bible, about Jesus, and I have— people all the time in my comments, my DMs, uh, verbally attacking not just what what we believe, but me as a person because I follow Jesus. Yeah. And, and it's one thing that it's out there and you see like other Christian sure. leaders or pastors getting, yeah. you know, called out or condemned, made fun of. Made fun of. Yeah. It's another thing when it's really personal. Oh, totally. Right. But it, that's just true, I think, across the board in our mm-hmm. culture is that Christians are becoming increasingly marginalized. And we're not the first in human history to experience that, but we're feeling it. Yeah. We're feeling it. In our lifetimes, it has amped up. Right. Um, And so I I just want to say, it's like not, let's acknowledge, it's not popular to be an outspoken Christian Mm -hmm. today. It just isn't. And so there is a little bit of a similarity that we can feel with the Israelites was, uh, it was not popular for them to be moving into a land on behalf of God. So here's what happens in today's reading is Balak, he makes these three repeated attempts. There's kind of parallels that happens three times, and they move to three different locations. And here's the objective. I got to get Balaam to pronounce a curse upon Israel so that my people, the Moabites, can go in and conquer them. But every time, here's what Balaam does. Every time he faithfully speaks the message that God gives him, and instead of cursing Israel, he blesses them. So here, here's a big observation here is we're seeing Balaam, this, you know, pagan diviner, hearing from God and blessing God's mm-hmm. people. The bottom line is this. God will not allow his people 
to be cursed and ultimately conquered. God protects his people. In this story, he is protecting his people from the Moabites and would not let them be conquered by this foreign nation. And I just think we can all be encouraged that the same is true for us today. God protects his people from people who seek mm-hmm. to conquer them. Right. So Emma, I got a word for you today. Okay. It's Hebrews 13, 6. We can confidently say when we are attacked on Instagram, we can confidently say the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me? That's so, so good. Emma and all you listeners, when you are mocked or ridiculed or cursed for your faith in Christ, what can man do to you? The Lord is your helper. Now, here's an interesting turn in the story and a question that arises from today's reading. Balaam faithfully proclaimed what God told him to proclaim. Even when Balak was offering him a lot of money just to curse Israel, he wouldn't do it. He had integrity. So Emma, let me ask you a question. You who study the Bible, (laughs) is Balaam a hero for his role in this story? It's a great question, David. You know, anytime we read the scriptures and we want to make someone other than Jesus the hero, we've got to be really careful. And, and a great way to to exercise caution would be to say, hey, what else does the Bible say about this person? There you go. And so what else does the Bible say about Balaam? I like to use BibleGateway.com. And, yeah, and I actually, it's good. In my preparation for this podcast, I typed in Balaam's name and I was like, I think Balaam is mentioned elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so everybody go and do that. Type in Balaam to your Bible gateway. You're going to find a few references, but Numbers 31, he shows up a little bit later. And then in the New Testament, in 2 Peter 2.15 and Revelation 2.14, Balaam's name is mentioned. So Emma, yeah, read, let me read, read, it. This, read Revelation. Revelation 2.14. But I have a few complaints against you. You tolerate some among you whose teaching is like that of Balaam, who showed Balak how to trip up the people of Israel. He taught them to sin by eating food offered to idols and by committing sexual sin. Okay, so Balaam wouldn't curse them, but he did teach them to Mm -hmm. sin. So he like came in the back door. And here's the spoiler. Coming up, we're going to be in Numbers 25, and we're going to learn the, Mo- the, the Israelites ended up getting involved sexually with the Moabites. And this had been strictly prohibited from God. And we find out later that this sexual sin that the Israelites committed, it, it was a result of a new plan from Balaam and Balak. So conquering didn't work. They went to a different tactic, corruption, and they tempted the Israelites to sin. So here's the big lesson to wrap up our podcast today is that this, I believe this is really true. The greatest threat to God's people today is not the cursing and conquering of our enemies. While it doesn't feel good, that's not the biggest threat to Christianity today. The greatest threat to God's people today is compromise and corruption in our own hearts and the consequences of our rebellion. And specifically related to this story, that compromise came in the form of sexual temptation and sin. And we're gonna see when we read Numbers 25, that the consequences for Israel were 24,000 of them died. And it wasn't a military defeat. It wasn't their enemies conquering them that caused this. It was a plague resulting from sexual sin with the Moabites. So that's then, that's, that's the Old Testament. David, what is the, what's the application for us today in our, our current setting and context? How do we live differently because of this story? I'm glad you asked, Emma, because 1 Corinthians 6.18 has the answer. It's very simple. Flee from sexual 
immorality. And there's more in that verse, but that's the headline. Super clear. Is we got to run away from it. For me personally, it looks like restrictions that I have on my phone, on the apps that I use, on streaming services. I've got a strong commitment not to consume any media that has any form of nudity. So good. So I'm always doing research. I'm like, okay, before we watch a show that's real popular and everybody's Mm -hmm. watching, what's in it? What's in this movie? Like, I don't want there to be even a hint of sexual immorality in my life. Uh, I have boundaries in my personal relationships to make sure that I'm honoring my marriage. And that's why, Mm -hmm. Emma, as a church, we're regularly talking about God's design for human sexuality, starting with our junior high students in Wake and high school students in Shoreline. Our college ministry talks about it. We talk about it at the porch. That's why we offer a pre-married class called Merge. Mm -hmm. We have foundation groups to talk about purity in our marriage. We have re-engage. We have regeneration. We have all these ministries. We don't avoid this topic because, to restate what I said earlier, the greatest threat to us as a church isn't outsiders cursing us or conquering us or putting us down. It's actually the the threat is within mm-hmm. compromise and corruption in our own hearts. David, what if what if someone listening has has fallen in that area? Sexual sexual sins part of their past or their present. What would you leave them with? I want you to know that God loves you. If sexual sin is a part of your past, this church is a safe place for you to bring that into the light, to confess that and to turn from it. That's what God calls us to do. Uh, We want you to feel loved by God and by God's people, and you'll only feel fully loved when you feel fully known. Mm -hmm. So come, confess, repent. God is gracious. God is loving. God is slow to anger. He's patient with us, and so are God's people. And ultimately, God's love is demonstrated through his son, Jesus Christ. And while Balaam might not be a hero worth following, like you already said, Jesus sure is. So I would want that person to know Jesus died for you. So good. David, thank you for being here. Happy 100 days of reading. 100 days. Congrats to everyone who's made it this far. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Invite your friends to read along with us for the next 100 days. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading Reading the the Bible Bible together. together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.